Taking the pulse of the city. The Capital Letter on Newstalk ZB. It's Capital Letter time with New Zealand Herald Wellington's issues reporter. I've got issues, Georgina Campbell. I've got some issues I want to talk to you about. So, George, this morning, I've got an issue. You're saying Wellington City Council should reconsider selling the airport. My issue is they should sell it. Yeah, asset sales are kind of inherently controversial, aren't they, Nick? And I think they should reconsider selling it. I think the way um, that the airport expansion plans has played out kind of over the the last month or so has really demonstrated um, this tension that the Wellington City Council has in stretching itself between being a regulator, a shareholder in the airport, and a political voice. And I think the point that I'd like to make is that it is a minority shareholder. It owns 34% of the airport. Infratil owns the rest. You know, um, Infratil really has the power. But because the council is a shareholder, it's also in a weak position as the council because at times it's got to be mindful about what it says and how it behaves around um, issues to do with the airport. And so I think councillors should seriously think about... um, where they can flex the most muscle, where they can have the strongest voice on really important issues like climate change, and I don't think that's as a minority shareholder in the airport. And reality is, George, at 34%, they've got no say. They can sit around the board that board table, they can bang the table, they can jump up and down, they can do whatever they want to do, but reality is they're a minority shareholder. Sell the damn thing, get out, let infiltral know what they're doing and to, to run an airport, let them run it, and the airport will be better because of it. My humble opinion. There you go. <laughs> yes, and now I, our I favorite... agree with you, Nick. <laughs> well, it's... Not often we no, we actually often agree, George. Just variant <laughs> ways we agree. Now our favourite uh, department, Wellington Water, has requested six million dollars to restore fluoride to residents and upgrade the facilities. It seems, George, I don't want to be deja vu, but it seems that we talk about this at least once a month. Yeah, and and I guess the the fluoride issue is. Um very important to me as a journalist. I think it's a really serious problem that Wellington Water just turned off fluoride last year to residents across the Wellington region without telling them. Um, and an independent inquiry into that incident is underway. A final report is due at the end of this month, so we'll be talking about the fluoride issue in Wellington Water again, Nick, in a couple of weeks. But in the meantime, Wellington Water's been figuring out how to get fluoride back on, so they've requested this $6 million to build two new standalone fluoride facilities at the two treatment plants, that's Timaroa, um, and Gear Island, where fluoride has been turned off. So at least there is a fix coming, as well as a sort of forensic look at exactly what has gone on here. And and, and that's going to happen, like, now? There is still not a timeline for this. Um, I think it will still be a few months away. As we know, there are um, many constraints in the construction um, market at the moment. Um, but, you know, Wellington Water and, and the councils will be treating this with urgency. George, always a pleasure. Thank you very much. Can't wait to see you in our new offices. Uh, keep writing those great articles. And for the listeners out there that want to read something right up to date with what's going on in Wellington, Georgina Campbell's articles in the New Zealand Herald are always amazing. She's our Wellington Issues reporter, and she's the one that breaks all the news when you need to hear it exactly right on the nail. Thanks, George. Have a good day.
Thanks, Nick. You too.